Yetta, I found the problem. What is it and how did you find it? I looked in the mirror. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. We are excited to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And it's where we get to share techniques, thoughts, tips, tools, and tactics that we all need. We all deserve you, I, everyone, so we can turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we live the very best life possible. We're going to consider, as we have explored this whole month, what we've been learning, Mm -hmm. right? In the area of growth, what we've been learning. And so what we're going to consider this time (laughs) is where, (laughs) yeah, I know, it's one of those, right? Like who needs to grow in the relationship? Yes. In any relationship? Yes. Yes. And it's the person that's looking back at you? When you look in the mirror. Yeah. And I think many times... It's a maturity thing. You know, I've, I've talked to many couples or individuals that have broken apart from a relationship. And sometimes it takes people multiple, multiple relationships to find out that the problem is them. Yeah, and that's They're a hard thing to take, right? right? They're the common denominator, right? Mm-hmm. And we've been saying, like, who are we? Who are we being? And then the awareness starts to happen, That maybe if there's a common denominator, maybe who we're being isn't working for the relationships that we're choosing to have, Mm -hmm. right? So who do we need to become? Who are we becoming is really what we've been thinking about in this lesson learned. Yeah. Who are we becoming and why are we becoming that and who we be? And, you know, I think... I think, you know, I look back, I think back to when we were dating. Yes, I've got a, a, an astounding memory. I can't even remember the word. I have a fantastic <laughs> memory. I love that. <laughs> it just happens to be short. But no, I have a fantastic memory. And when I look back to when we were dating and then look forward to when we had a horrible, you know, eight, nine years, nine years, and then the last... 30-some years have been fantastic. What's the common denominator is me. When was I thinking about you? And when was I thinking about myself? And when when people first get together, when they date, we call it the honeymoon stage, right? Yeah. We're still in our honeymoon stage. We are back fantastic. in our honeymoon That's stage. That's true. We're back in. But your honeymoon stage is when, you know, the, the other person can't do anything wrong. And you, I hate this word, but worship the ground they stand on kind of thing. It's, it's a time where you think about the other person and what you can do for them almost constantly, right? Yeah, I remember that season. And I'm doing it again. You are? Nice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was not pleasant. <laughs> yes. So, and what happens is once... And I think for guys, this happens once you attain the prize. Once I got the ring on your finger and the, and we were married, then I stopped being who I was being when we were first together, right? 
And that's not to say people don't need to grow as they grow. Well, because that's age. what this whole month is about, is it's the lessons growth. learned and how we have grown as a, as a result of evaluating the experiences. Mm -hmm. And then, so where this is all going is I, I, we did a devotional the other day. And that's another issue I have is I say I more frequently than I should say we. <laughs> we did a devotional the other day. And it was one we did 27 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And the, the, the page that we were working on was a love page. And it was about how do you show love and that love's not really, it's, it's an activity, right? As well as an emotion, right? Like we tend to get caught up in today's current trend and culture that it is all about a, a warm emotional feelings of love, which it is as well. But they only and, occur when someone's acting loving towards right. you they tend, or you right. choose to act loving towards them. Exactly. So say that piece again. <laughs> you can choose to act loving towards somebody. Then the loving feelings come. Right. Or, yeah, you act toward them or they act toward you actually mm -hmm. both generate loving feelings. Hence why we're saying look in the mirror. Yeah. Because if there's no loving feeling, I suspect that you're also not acting loving. Yeah, that's true. Like. I think it happens with kids too, you know, like you go through a season where you're, you're caring for them and they don't care that much for you. That's not true. They, they love you, but they, they are taking all and you're giving all to them, right? Mm -hmm. Generally, more yeah. so. They're not mm -hmm. doing things for you when they're little, mm -hmm. right. right? You have to clean poopy diapers and whatever. So, or I think of it with dogs as well. Like you get a dog, the dog chews your furniture, chews your trim. Shoes. And, and, you know, has accidents and whatever. And you clean up. And the more you care for that dog, the more you love that dog. It's really interesting. So what was about the devotional 27 years oh, ago versus this year? Thanks for bringing me back yeah, around. Because <laughs> you digress. Yeah. Well, the devotional had, uh, I think it was around 16 questions around how you were acting based on uh, the love verses. And then we had marked them 27 years ago with a, an X if we were failing at it miserably, an X with a bit of a check mark if, if we were doing eh, and then a check mark if we were on, we were doing great. So we redid the assessment, right? And how we turn out? Much, much, much better. Even better. And you actually yeah. said we must have rated ourselves softly back then because <laughs> you don't think we were acting that loving. No. But the, the point is, as we act more loving, we get the feeling of love. That's really mm -hmm. what it is. And so we can't bring someone else where we want them to go. We mm -hmm. first get to act it out. Yes. And so if you're thinking you want to stay connected with this crazy duo that goes all over the place, then send us an email at together at deckerteam.com so we can stay connected through this coming year, through the coming decades, because we're still going to be here mm -hmm. connecting with you. Yeah. And I think the reason I like this topic is like buying real estate, investing in real estate is quite often it's a couple's decision, right? right? And many times when we're talking investing in real estate, there'll be one of the 
spouses that is has a higher propensity for risk, a higher propensity for investment. They like the idea, and the mm-hmm. other one may not. Right. How do we work that out? Well, we really work it out by creating conversations around them, training, teaching, coaching, and not pushing and prodding and forcing the issue, mm-hmm. right? Not really forcing anything to happen, but let time and the experiences start to shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I think you're exactly right because it's usually fear mm-hmm. or the unknown that causes one not wanting to do something and the other wanting to do something. And so it takes that training and it's a matter of looking in the mirror like I did, right? You know, when you point a finger, right? You got three mm-hmm. pointing right back at you. So taking that self-responsibility for your growth, I think is hugely important. So my question is, where is an area in your life that would be a good place to grow? We're honored to be positioning you to build wealth wisely in real estate because it's about much more than just the money. You're not listening. Oh, yes, I was. We are honored to have created for you free access to over 603 Life's Inside Track episodes where we share insider tips, making house home, how to get the most out of your space, and really living the best life possible. We're going to explore lessons learned this past year and a different way as we function or focus on a different way of listening, Mm -hmm. we actually get a different relationship. Absolutely. And you know, sometimes it can be a little unnerving to do authentic shows like what we've learned because we share, you know, you say we share insider tips, easy for you to say, and a bunch of other things in your intro. And we also share what's going on in our life. Like we're we're pretty raw and real. Real and raw. Yeah. yeah. And so we're exposing the lessons learned because really the hope is that as we've learned lessons and continue to learn lessons, we realized when we wrote out this month's worth of episodes that we had enough content to do us for the next 10 years. <laughs> Like there's so many lessons. But don't learned. worry, we're not gonna we're not gonna do, do a whole year or a whole ten years of it, I promise. And yet we learn them and then we're hoping that as we share them and as we open up a little bit, you're gonna get something out of it and you can pull the learning towards yourself. So who mm-hmm. I'm being Yeah, they might relate. Yeah, you might relate. And if you don't Sorry to drag you into the mud. And so at the (laughs) beginning. We never drag them into the mud because we're already back up on dry land. We spend an hour or two in the mud processing these different things. And then we're up in dry land. We've showered off. We're cleaned. We got our good clothes on. Now we can come back and share the learning. Right. So the point of you're not listening is we were talking about what are the different ways of listening. Mm -hmm. And we can listen to hear the other person. Yeah. We can listen to learn from the other person. We can listen to problem solve. Right. We mm-hmm. weren't going to go down that path today because that we, probably won't we go can, well. We can listen to um uh we can listen to add to. Right? Right? Or we can listen for the pause so that we can say what we wanted to say in the first place. Right? Not great ways of listening. Well, they're all, they all have their place, mm-hmm. right? They all have their place because sometimes all we really want is to be heard. 
Oftentimes, what's that mean is, though? What's this? That's yeah, that's that, the this issue. This is where this whole thing started. Yeah, therein lies the rub. Is what does it mean to listen to, to hear, to be heard? Right. The definition. My definition of I listened and I heard are different than your definition of whether I heard you. Absolutely. So Talk why don't we, well, why don't you share your definition? Cause I don't dare go down that path. Cause I get tripped up on. Well, that this is when the fight broke out, your honor. It was basically Yetta would say something and it was a pattern, right? It was a pattern of my behavior. That's what I said. I looked in the mirror, the problems looking back at me and you would say something whatever it was, and then many times I would either problem solve it or I would add on to it. So if you came up with an idea, i go, yeah, and we could do this and this. And, and then you say, you're not listening. And I would say, well, I did listen or else I wouldn't be able to add on to what you said. Right. And so what we eventually realized is what I was actually looking for was for my idea to be acknowledged and appreciated. Which meant that you were valued. Right. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and so when we finally got here, and it took us only 43 years that we've been <laughs> processing this, and when Ken says argue, it's more like a heated fellowship moment where there's heightened energy, kind of like there was at the beginning of this segment, where we got a little intense with each other, the tone shifts, the pace shifts, the facial expressions, the body language, all of that gets thrown into the mix, right? And yeah, but also the first 10 seconds of this segment segment is we were acting. We were. And yet it's very easy to act because it's so close. That, that tonal, that, that behavior is very well rehearsed. Well rehearsed. Yeah. And so what we're really attempting to say is as we're listening to each other, whether it's a client, and I know I wouldn't have the tone with a client, and generally speaking, clients don't have a tone with me, but every so often it shows up, mm -hmm. right? So as we're listening, can we listen to, listen to appreciate what the other person is experiencing and what they're saying versus just hearing the words? Okay. Yeah, exactly. So if you're thinking, hey, it'd be kind of fun to continue this dialogue with you guys, uh, <laughs> then you're going to want to send us an email at together at deckerteam.com because there are opportunities, even as we release our book in the coming months, it's going to say weeks, but it will be a few months. We're going to do a pre-launch book club. If you think you want to be part of the book launch team, that's an opportunity or just the regular book club once we actually launch the book, right? Mm, yeah. Um, because there's different purposes for both of those groups. And just like when we're speaking and when we're listening, there's different purposes Right, is the point. So you want to send us an email together at DeckerTeam.com so that we don't miss that. Yeah, and there's two sides of this coin, let me just say that. Mm -hmm. um, when, Especially when Yetta speaks to me and she's sharing deep feelings or she's feeling or she's speaking about creativity or whatever it is, first of all, I need to appreciate it and that may be uh, some repeating it back, letting her know that I actually heard the words she said. Um, and many times it's 
It's appreciating the emotion behind the words, the, the feeling she's feeling, as opposed to just the transactional words that are coming out. Mm. And so that's the two sides of the coin. There's, there's the, the information, and then there's the emotion or feelings behind it. And if I can tap into those before I respond with my solution or my add-on to it or anything else I want to say, what's that do for you? I saw your whole energy change when I when I said those things. Yeah, well, because it now makes me feel I'm important, I'm valued, I'm heard, I'm seen. I actually feel like I'm part of something rather than out here by myself. It's like we're in this together rather, rather than me in this alone. Mm. And it's, it made me yeah. think about our clients. And I'm thinking specifically around feedback right now. And feedback is, uh, meh. you know, the feedback from the perspective of a realtor is very much that it doesn't bring a ton of value to the conversation generally from the other buyer or even the other agent because they're looking at it from their vantage point. They're not actually in it to give you feedback that supports you, the seller, in moving forward to make better decisions around what to do or what not to do, right? Mm -hmm. So so in the past, I would say, yeah, I understand feedback. You don't really get it half the time. And when you get it, it doesn't make sense. And sorry about that. Sort of like hearing what they were saying, but not appreciating what was actually up for them. So now I will much more sit back and realize what they're actually saying to me is, I put a lot of work into getting the house ready for showings. So when I get feedback that either I don't get it or I get feedback that is obvious from the actual listing and from what you put out into the marketplace already, it's, it's just it's arduous to get it ready. Mm -hmm. And so now when I can appreciate the angst that they've gone through, the effort that they've gone through, which you have as a seller, it totally shifts their experience of my listening because it's a different listening. Right, right. So there's this quote, it's called, wisdom is the reward you get for a lifetime of listening. We're glad that you joined us because together we're clarifying your options because when your options are clear, your wisdom will flow. Yetta, I got this. Together? Yes, we do. We are privileged that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, not only selling, buying, and investing in real estate over 3,117 times, but coming alongside you to build your faith, build your fun, build your fitness, and even your finances, and strengthening and healing and flourishing inside relationship. We're going to discover that what we've learned this past season is that our independence muscle is still overdeveloped. Yeah, because I used to think independence was a, a great strength I had. It is a great strength you have, unless it's like the only strength you have. Ah, so it's like, you know, I was training with Cheryl the other day and she always works my opposing muscles. So if I do bicep work, then she will do tricep work. And some people say, well, your bicep is what makes you have a big muscle, a big arm. You know, men like to have strong looking arms, some of them. And, but the problem is if you only develop the one muscle, then you have, you don't have strength to pull it back. 
and do it the other way. Right. Or if you develop the chest muscles, but you don't develop the back muscles, mm -hmm. then you still, you're going to be hunched over. Yeah, because those muscles are contracting in. Right, and you rather than to pull them back. upright. And if you work your whole upper body, but you don't <laughs> deal with the rest of your body, now you're going to have a really great looking upper body and little sticky legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, stick legs. Stick and legs. So well, that's the, the way I draw everybody. I know. <laughs> Uh, me too, actually. So what? Do, why would I say I know? I get it. We both draw like that. Yeah. So really what we're looking at is as we become aware of ourselves, and that's how we got to these lessons learned for this season, mm -hmm. that we can't make shifts until first we become aware, and then we can start to shift into becoming right. who we want to be in this next season. Right. And it's not that an independence, like we said, an independent muscle is not bad. Like, um being independent means you are taking self-responsibility. Mm -hmm. And yet there's a limit, you know, to how much one person can accomplish or do. And it reminds me of that story about the horses, right? Like a, a team of two horses can pull double what they can individually. And I don't mean double, like if one can carry two, pull 2,000 pounds and the other one can pull 2,000 pounds, properly sized and teamed together they can pull eight thousand pounds right so not twice as much but four times as much as the individual right right and i think you know in business in relationship it's it's a matter of i've found that if if i can avoid that ability that need that i have i have a need to be independent and with independence comes autonomy and autonomy just means doing what you want when you want. To, and how right? you want. And how you want to do it. Whereas if you become interdependent, which means you have some reliability on your own, you know, independence, and you're working with others, then that autonomy disappears. Absolutely. Or should somewhat disappear, for sure. And some level of autonomy is a great thing. Because I want to be internally motivated. I don't need to have a whole community come and help me out to get into the swimming pool every day. But when, right, that's mm -hmm. something I get to do on my own. And yet, if I'm, say, moving, maybe it would be a lot more enjoyable for everybody, including me, if I allow others to help me that want to help me. Right. Like yeah. I think back to a few years ago when we were making a move and we were there till wee hours in the morning and it was a secondary property. So the good news is we didn't have to physically put up beds or anything, but we or take down beds, but we had a lot of work to be done. And we were there till the wee hours and we had one person helping us. It was our pastor. And he said to us, do you know why, Yetta? He didn't actually talk to you. He was talking to me. Absolutely. He, he thinks was. I was going to listen to what he had to say. I think. <laughs> oh, you think I wasn't going to listen? Yeah, okay, I think I so. Uh -huh. right. I yeah. think so. So he said, Yetta, do you know why there's nobody else here helping you? Because he said, I know how much you help other people and how you're willing to help them, you know, do construction because Ken loves that. I, Yetta doesn't love that, but Ken loves construction. I love, you know, I helped Amber the other day organize her kitchen and unpack boxes and those kinds of things I enjoy doing because I like the structure and organization. And so he said, I know you go help lots of people mm -hmm. and do you know why nobody's here? And it didn't take me too many minutes 
It took me a little while to figure out where he was going with it. And where he was going was, it's because you don't ask. You move ahead in this independent thing, thinking you've got it, you've got it figured out, you can handle it yourself. And unfortunately, you really would be able to be doing so much more if you just let others come alongside. Mm -hmm. And now we don't mind doing it when it's a paid thing. I hire people all the time to do stuff. That's easy. And so maybe you're a little bit like me. You find it easy enough to hire a professional realtor, have them come alongside, but maybe not so willing to be interdependently connected when there's no money being exchanged for the service. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about like, uh, you know, we can have a stager come in and move everything and someone come in and declutter and pay for it. Or we could call a couple of friends and say, hey. You know, we got a, we got this big job. It feels a little overwhelming to me. Yeah. Do you think you might have some time on Saturday afternoon to come and assist? You know, our son the other day had a work party at his at his house, cutting up trees and and chipping the branches and everything. And he was and I said to him the other day, you know, the, I came to help you another time. And I only the only reason I came was because when I called you, I heard the panic in your voice, and I said, reach out if you need help. And this time he texted me and he said, you know, we're having a work party. Can you come? This time I wasn't able to come, but he had a bunch of other people there because he asked. Right. And so if you're thinking, I want to be part of your community, I want to grow together, learn together, help each other do this thing called life, whether it's real estate related or just life, then reach out to us at together at DeckerTeam.com so we can continue the conversation between Life's Inside Track episodes. Mm -hmm. And it's a it's a beautiful balance, right? The, the mm -hmm. independent, the interdependence. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to be dependent right right when there's a codependency or a dependency that's where you've given up too much of your independence and you think everybody should do everything for you and you can't do anything for yourself right and that's awful no that's not a good place to be either so i think uh, you know uh, the old saying a strength overused becomes a weight and that's what my independence was it was overused over strengthened which then became a weakness. So I couldn't, we couldn't build a company as big as we wanted. We couldn't help as many clients as we wanted because there's a limit. Exactly. Right? And then you have to expand. And the way you expand is with people. Exactly. So from an independent, interdependence, and it's so easy because the word is so connected, it's easy to trip them up. Mm -hmm. I just did. So instead of independence what we're or codependence, what we're going to suggest is the lesson we learned was interdependence and collaboration allowed us to have an even more fulfilled life. And I suspect it will for you too. Mm. And so my challenge is, don't do it alone. Call the Decker team. <laughs> and we're grateful that you've joined us on Life's Inside Track because when we move forward together, together we got this. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.